Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, for immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. Hi, this is Kevin Neal, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Boy, that is Jewish. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Welcome back to the show and a good Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 11.077 after 11. Yeah, this is the Mark Aram Show. Heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Everybody's on board. Low T Chuck screens the calls. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. Coming up on the program, straight ahead, Lonely Tailgater with Blessed or Not Blessed. Comedian uh, Mo Rocca will join us on the program as well. But we're discussing the possible demise of smith's old bar legendary watering hole here in midtown atlanta piedmont and monroe the building is being put up for auction that houses smith's old bar it's that strip right there on piedmont um and it looks like according to the atlanta journal constitution that the new owner it'll be up to whoever buys the building whether or not they keep smith's old bar so it's a tenuous situation right now much like the Braves trade. Um, <laughs> we'll discuss that again in a second. But discussing bars, your favorite bar of all time, and do you have a current bar? Back in the day, I hate to be you know old, <laughs> curmudgeon kind of guy. Back in the day, dudes and ladies had bought, had their their favorite bar, their neighborhood bar. I don't have one anymore. You don't have one. Even Low T, who drinks like a fish. Yeah, he doesn't have one. He just gets boxes of wine at his house. <laughs> Box wine. <laughs> takes baths with hot neighbor in, in boxed wine. You ever had a boxed wine bath with hot neighbor? Low T? Yeah. Sorry, what's that? I was talking to Nancy. Did you? <laughs> All right. Speaking of Nancy, have you ever had a boxed wine bath with hot neighbor? Like you get in the bathtub and soak in boxed wine. Oh, no. I've got a no. bathtub with wine. But not soaking in. But not soaking in. It. It. No, it. it seems like a waste of wine. Well, how much wine? How many? You know how much wine you have to have in a bath? But it's boxed know. wine. Yeah, so it's, it's boxed wine. Cheap. You get no, it at Costco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still a lot. <laughs> yeah, get it. I'd rather drink it. Clark Howard. Oh, I got a great wine story. All right, so I'm on the cruise, and every night we have this like sit down dinner at eight thirty, and we have two waiters, and if you want to order uh, wine, which my wife and my mother did, and my brother sometimes too. The sommelier would come over, like fancy sommelier, you know. He's the dude that knows everything about wine. He's the dude that knows everything about wine, okay? And so, that you know, there's a big book of wines, and he recommends stuff. And, like, highfalutin dude. Like, this is, Mm -hmm. like, he knows there's, like, 900 wines in this book, and he he knows everything about everything. And so it's it's an impressive sight. Until the next morning, I go to the breakfast buffet, (laughs) and the sommelier is running orange juice to tables. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm like, 
Well, uh, like at the buffet, like, you know, where everyone's in yeah. shorts and flip flops. <laughs> and the sommelier who was suggesting the $900 bottle of wine last night right. is like, uh, do you want orange juice or cranberry juice? Yeah. You know, grapefruit juice. I suggest the cranberry I juice was like, today. I looked at him and he, he like looks away. His eyes dart. I'm like, ah. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. a very good scam if they're going to put him right there by the <laughs> right. orange juice. Like, exactly. You're put him in the back or something. Yeah, you like, you're, you're the high. I mean, you're he's the guy like the at dinner he's the man that can tell you oh you're getting the uh, duck a l'orange you need to get this wine from new zealand and uh-huh. blah, blah blah and the next morning you're he's like yeah you orange juice you're like grapefruit juice over here buddy <laughs> i thought that was the funniest thing i've ever seen uh, he was so embarrassed he was like uh, maybe funny. he was just filling in maybe the juice guy was sick <laughs> yeah, or, filling in. <laughs> or he was filling in filling in as the sommelier yeah. no he was he was, he was the sommelier up. the whole trip was he okay. yeah the next night, it was awkward at dinner. He came. I he, bet. He, he asked me, he's like, uh, do you want wine? I'm like, yeah, what do you think, buddy? Give you me some orange juice. Yeah, I just, that's <laughs> you what you should have said. said. I want orange what juice. Just for orange juice. What's your finest orange juice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got that? something from 10 minutes ago? Yeah. But I guess that's the way it is. Like, everyone has multiple jobs on the cruise because one of the blackjack dealers, because uh, I played a lot of blackjack, <laughs> yeah. we get we land in Sagaway, Alaska, and he's pushing some old lady out on a uh, a wheelchair. <laughs> like he was wheelchair guy when the casino During was the day. closed. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So anyway, all right. So uh, your favorite bar of all time and your favorite bar currently, Tony's in Dallas. Tony, thanks for hanging. Welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, guys. How are you doing today? Wh- what's up, buddy? Not much. Just got back on vacation, too, so relaxing. Welcome back, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, as far as bars down here and stuff, uh, the only one I really like going to, I'm married, so it isn't like I'm going out there to try to pick up women. So Twin Peaks in Kansas, I like because they got cold beer. Cold. I've heard good and things about Twin Peaks. I've never I, yet been to a Twin Peaks. It's pretty cool because they have like a little thing to tell you how cold the beer is, so you know how cold the beer is going to be when it comes to you. That's not that's not the cool thing about Twin Peaks that I heard. Yeah, yeah, trust me, yeah, I know. But uh, as far as all time bar, I mean, when I used to hang around Boston my, um, and Southie and stuff, I used to like hit the L Street all the time. My friends uh, lived right up the street from there. So what's what's the the best most famous bar in Boston? Is it Cheers? Uh that's the tourist one, but as far as, uh, like, in South Boston, you're talking about uh, L Street Cabin, that's where the Goodwill hunting was done and stuff. That tends to be a, a big, famous one, tourist-wise, and, and local also. So no locals are going to Cheers, though, right? I mean, that's that's total nah, tourist nah, trap. No, nah, no, nah, that's more of a tourist. All right, good stuff. I can, I'm proud to say I've been to Boston 100 times. i never once been to the Cheers bar, I'm happy to say. Anne is in Buckhead. Anne, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hello. Hello. I'm very interested in the topic that you have. I don't go to bars now because uh, my doctor has me on lockdown. Okay. When I first came to Atlanta back in the 70s, the mid-70s to late 70s, there were two bars, more like lounges downtown called Max's and Mimi's. And I want to pay tribute to them. I don't I've heard of them. Yeah, them. those those are kind of legendary. Very very sophisticated. You might go there and see athletes or entertainers. Everything done, top drawer level, but very nice place to be. Excellent ambiance and everything that I, as a just fresh professional coming out of college, African American coming down to a city with a mm-hmm. lot of promise. That was when Maynard Jackson was mayor. And so you know how long ago that let, let me ask you a question. Uh, my buddy Herschel on Twitter and actually a couple other people mentioned the Stein Club in Midtown. Have you ever heard of that? I've heard of it, but see I don't I'm not a beer drinker. Okay. That sounds more like beer. Yeah, what's your what's like your that? beverage of choice? Or what was your beverage of choice? 
Well, now I kind kind of like uh, rum punch. You know, a good rum punch. <laughs> what the hell's a rum punch? Like trash can punch? <laughs> that well, that means that you use uh, rum, lemons, and rum, and orange juice, and pineapple juice, and sounds like trash can punch. <laughs> and and you crush the ice and put it in there. That sounds refreshing, Ann. It gives you a nice warm feeling, but it doesn't make you drunk. <laughs> All I right, need to be drunk tomorrow on the show. Low T Chuck is making a rum punch for us. Thank you, Ann. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WS. Be talk. And now it's time for Blessed or Not Blessed with the Lonely Tailgate. He is the world's foremost expert on what is blessed and what is not blessed. He joins us every week on the program. He is the Lonely Tailgater. And tonight, the Major League Baseball trade edition of Blessed or Not Blessed. Welcome to the show, Tailgater. You don't know what a rum punch is? I want to hear her describe it. Boat drinks, baby. Boat, Boat drinks. drinks. <laughs> Anything with an umbrella in it is fine with Tailgater. That is blessed. Um, l- let's talk about this Braves trade, man. What the hell? It, unless there's uh, details that haven't been uh, leaked right yet, I don't understand how we give up Peraza and Wood, never mind two key bullpen arms, for a 30-year-old Cuban guy that's never swung uh, a bat in the major leagues. I don't understand that. Yeah, man. I mean... Uh... You got me, you know, a 30-year-old prospect. You know, and with Latino prospects, when they say they're 30, they're really 33. No offense, Longoria. So let's put that out there. Yeah. Longoria's actually 60. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so you got to add the three to five to that. I don't know. The kid's dinged up. Uh, is there something else in this trade? I, I, I'm hearing maybe I'm, maybe Puig is coming back as well. Yeah, but what do you got to give up for him? No, I think that's we're getting. Uh, here's the deal: Peraza is the Braves' number one prospect. Wood, arguably, is their number one pitcher. He and Shelby Miller are one, two in the rotation. They're both well, young. Good, yeah. They're both cheap. So if you're rebuilding for 2017, it makes zero sense to get rid of these guys right now. Absolutely zero sense. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I really don't know. It, it's your own by a corporation. When a corporation owns a sports team, there's really no desire to go out there and win. Even even when they spend a little money. Think about when they spent money the last couple of years. Guys like Ugla, the Uptons. These are already spent guys. <laughs> the Uptons. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't know, man. Liberty, I'm, I'm Liberty, saying. Yeah, this, this team is a tax write-off for them. They I, don't care about the one loss. I agree. I'm saying this trade is very not blessed. I don't like this at all. This is one of the most not blessed trades. This, this is one of the least blessed trades ever. How about the Bra- the Mets trading allegedly for Carlos Gomez and then leaving their shortstop in? He's crying on the field. And then the Mets now saying there is no trade and everything is, is status quo. How blessed is that? It's the mess, man. It's the mess. <laughs> Dude, have you ever seen a guy crying on the field like that? You know what? There's no crying in baseball. Exactly. So, unless yeah. you're unless you're Jerry Beach covering the Mets, then there's a lot of crying in baseball. <laughs> exactly. Jerry Beach forever. Let's get that. <laughs> get it out of the way right now. All right, um any any other uh, Cole Hamels. Yeah, Cole Hamels going to the Rangers. Blessed or not blessed? Yeah, blessed for the Rangers, man. I mean, Cole Hamels still has some you know, he's still got some life in that arm. You know, I mean, you know, hats off to the Rangers. You know, they're trying to make another run at it. So, yeah, very blessed. I really wanted the Yankees to get Cole Hamels. We need another, we need an arm for the playoffs. I don't, yeah, tr- after Tanaka and Pineda, and I don't really trust those two, who's your third starter in the playoffs? Nate Ivaldi? Uh, I mean, it's, that's not uh, blessed. Not blessed. Yeah. All right. Keep, keep, 
Twitter alive while uh, while we continue the show, my friend. Follow him on Twitter at Lonely Tailgater. Have a blessed night, buddy. Claremont Lounge forever. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Is that your favorite bar? Oh, by far. I've never been. I've never been either. No. Chuck, you've been to Claremont Lounge? I've been thrown out of the Claremont Lounge. You've been thrown out of it? Well, yeah. Is it because you're Asian? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I, you know, I've, well, I've been <laughs> thrown out of uh, Limerick Junction. I've been thrown out of uh, the Dark Horse. I've been thrown out of Claremont. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What uh, As an Auburn guy, what's the, what's the best bar in the Auburn area? Wow. Uh, Avondale Tap Room? downtown Auburn. All right. We'll check it out. Yeah, it's fairly new, but yeah, if you get down to Auburn, War Eagle, get in there. Yeah. Good right. <laughs> War Eagle. All right, buddy. Uh, have a blessed night, man. You too, man. All right. Uh, I've never been to Claremont Lounge. What is it? It's a bar strap stra- slash strip club. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the one everybody talks yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. it's it's like bad strip club. Yeah, it's like where yeah, everybody goes to like in their career, correct? Yeah. Strippers go <laughs> yeah. to die. Exactly. Yes. And apparently the one blondie, I think her name is. Yeah, the big uh, She'll black she'll lady. crush a beer can with her chesticles. Yes. Yeah, like okay, that's I've her heard, that's I've her. You gotta do a show from out there. No. I've no desire I have no what? desire to really? go to there. Come on. Zero. Come on. No. Zero desire. Jake and Jasper, Jake, you ever been to the Claremont Lounge? Yeah, I've been to the Claremont Lounge, yeah, several times. Should I go or no? You should go. It's an experience. It's uh, you know, it might not be enjoyable, but it it is an experience. I don't want to wind up in the tabloids. WSB's Mark right. Aram seen at the Claremont Lounge. It may be. Right. Yeah, but you should go. You should go. Actually, I was going to ask you. I, I heard uh, uh, rumors that it was shutting down or was shut down. I don't know. If now the hotel connected to it that shut down, okay. but but I think the actual bar, wow. the Claremont Lounge, is still there and active. Yeah, you need to go. Goldie's probably, Bondi, I mean, is probably 70 by now. <laughs> I just, I've been offered to go there. I just, I don't know. There's, I don't. I haven't seen the desire. I've had no desire to go, go to take it. Take your wife. Take my wife. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Uh, what's your favorite bar of all time? Uh, uh, the local. Actually, not far from Claremont Lounge. Yeah, I've played, right I've played uh, darts there many times. At the local there on East Park. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. it's got good uh, good menu too. Actually, there's good food there. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Uh, a buddy of mine was the manager at uh, Eats uh, for a while. That right down the road. Another and, good uh, place to eat down across from uh, City Hall yeah, East. Absolutely. Yeah, I used to get uh, the spaghetti with turkey meatballs and yeah. uh, the turkey meatloaf and oh, the blackened blackened chicken, the jerk the chicken, rice. Yeah, 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 yeah good stuff. Chicken, I mean, if if you uh, if you don't have a lot of money in your pocket and you want to fill up. Eats is the place to go down on uh, down on Ponce de Leon across from City Hall East. Nancy, Calvin, Michael, Katie, you'll be next. 404-872-0750. Mo Rocca, comedian, joins us next half hour as well on Twitter at Mark Aram. What do you know? It's the Mark Aram Show. Straight back to the phones we go. Nancy joins us in Smyrna. Nancy, how you doing, darling? Nice to have you back. Thank you, darling. Um, I was going to say, back in the day, piano bars were the big thing. And the best one in town was in the the heart of Buckhead. 
uh, Jezebel is on Pace's Ferry between Peachtree and Piedmont. What what years of operation was that? Were we talking? Um, seventies and eighties. Okay, you ever been to Johnny's Hideaway? I've been there. Now, I haven't been to the Claremont Lounge, but I've been to Johnny's Highway. No, no, don't, don't go, don't go. When you, when you mentioned that, I thought, oh, my God, that's, you, that's like asking for a disease. Don't, you don't want to be seen coming out of there or going in. Oh, no, that's, I love Johnny's Hideaway. No, I'm not talking about Johnny's Hideaway. I'm talking about the Claremont Lounge. Oh, I got you. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I don't think I'm going to the Claremont. I think that time has passed. Yeah. Oh, oh my God! Yes. The window of opportunity for me to go to Johnny's Hideaway has passed, but I mean, uh, to Claremont Lounge has passed. But uh, I, uh, to be fair, I haven't been to Johnny's Hideaway in like five well, years. That was but Johnny Esposito. Yeah, Johnny Esposito. Good, right, good right. stuff right there. And you can get dinner there too. Oh yeah, but also it's it's the, a, a great place for everybody that dances like they used to dance. Exactly. You know. Uh, maybe maybe you and I someday can share a cocktail at Johnny's Hideaway, Nancy. That sounds great. I'd love to with you. All right, buddy. I got to run. News, weather, and traffic next. Your calls and Mo Rocca. What do you say? 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram Show. Good song, LaGloria. Nice. It's going down. Right now, it's going down. I'm WSB's Herman Kane and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. Mark Aram Show, brought to you by the letter Q. All right, welcome back to the show. 11.36, 24 in front of midnight. Mark Aram with you till 12. Programming note, uh, Al Roker, not on tomorrow. It'll be in two Thursdays. I got my I got my dates mixed up. No Al Roker tomorrow, but he'll be coming up in two weeks on the program. Uh, we got a, a bunch of other big guests scheduled for Friday show as well. Mo Rock will join us in just a minute, but we're finishing up on the possibility that Smith's Old Bar could be no more. The building that is uh, currently housing Smith's Old Bar is going up for auction and depending on what the new owners do, there could be no more Smith's Old Bar, at least in that location. Hopefully, if they do have to move, they'll settle somewhere else because that is an Atlanta landmark. Uh, your favorite bar of all time and your favorite current bar. I never asked you, Chuck, what is your favorite bar of all time? It was a place called uh, Knockouts, called the KOs. And when you'd go there on the weekend, the first 200 people through the door, they'd give you a red ticket. And then they had what they called the Big Ass Cup. Okay. And about 10 or 11 o'clock, depending on how busy the bar was that night, they'd pick anywhere from one to five people out of these red tickets, mm-hmm. and you get to drink that night for free. Shut up. Anything. Anything This was in wanted. Montana? Yeah. Whitefish or? No, it's in Bozeman, actually. <laughs> but yeah, it was called Knockouts. They had they had a great DJ. There was always just tons of women. The waitresses were gorgeous. That's that that's but a you, great thing because it gets you, you could, to stay there. Oh yeah, everybody stayed, and they and they would do it hmm. later in the night. But yeah, and you could drink for free anything in the bar, from the most expensive stuff down to whatever. They have a sommelier there. Uh, no, they did, not. They did not. But that was my that Knockout. was my favorite. Is that, bar. is that place still open or no? Do you know? No, sadly, when I went back for the Fourth of July, because mm-hmm. that's where Hot Neighbor and I are going to get married, um, we were. I drove by and I was like, I was going to. I was so excited to show her. It's a parking lot. Ah, oh, that's apparently they tore, tore it down a couple of years. They're giving ago. away too many free drinks. Yeah, apparently, they went out of business. <laughs> yeah. Long- Longoria, what's your uh, favorite bar of all time? A uh, place called Elephant Room in Austin, Texas, a little jazz bar. Elephant Walk? Elephant Room. Oh, different. <laughs> I love jazz bars. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty cool place. Yeah. What about uh, south of the border, your favorite Mexican bar? Oh, 
I don't know. Anything with... El Guapos? Yeah, anything with five-cent <laughs> drinks. <laughs> El Guapos. Uh, Michael's in Loganville. Michael, that or not. We're going <laughs> to... Call me back. Call me back if you can. I don't know if we can use that on the air. Calvin is in Kennesaw. Calvin, you are on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Preach. Welks, brother. Good, good to see you. Good. This is uh, the first time I've actually called into this radio station, so I'm kind of happy. That's awesome, dude. But, um, yeah, uh, just a quick thing. I've listened to the WSB team since I was, like, really little because I've lived here my entire life, mm -hmm. and I love all of you guys. That's so, that's very cool of you to say, Calvin. But, um, yeah, and I miss you when, I, uh, when I'm out at college, but uh, luckily I have the Internet. Yeah, you got um, the WSB radio app. Put it on your phone, man. You can listen anytime. Oh, yeah, I do. I already have it. Excellent. All right, so uh, what's your favorite bar of all time? Okay, so this is going to go back to the Lonely Tailgater. I'm not sure if you said that he was from Auburn, but I'm a student there, so War Eagle. War Eagle, him. my friend. What? And, uh, what's the best bar in Auburn? Because uh, he, he offered one, but I, did, I never heard of that okay, one. Okay, yeah, I did, I've never actually heard of the bar that he knows. Okay. too. <laughs> One is called Coyotes, and the other one is called Sky Bar. Both of them are located in downtown Auburn. Um, I'm not sure which one's the best because they both are packed almost every night after a football game. Mm -hmm. But um, I know that uh, my roommate went there a ton of times, and all of, my, all of his friends did. How, how old are you, Calvin? Uh, I'm 19. So, so, all right, so this go is good. So uh, what's the deal with fake IDs for, for 19-year-olds now? Because back in the day, well, in my day, licenses were easy to, you could make a fake ID pretty easily. But now with, you know, the way driver's licenses are these days, it's I would imagine it's pretty tough to get a, a copy. It's, it's not as tough as you think, but it's not going to be cheap. Really? Because, yes, because bar uh, bartenders and uh, servers and stuff have been trained to look at IDs. But sometimes, you know, it just depends on the person. Sometimes they don't care. Sometimes they, um, sometimes they'll really crack down. Not to, not to incriminate yourself, Calvin. But do you currently own a fake ID? I do not. Okay, good, good. If stay I, out of stay out of that business. <laughs> I remember one. I, the first, well, the first fake ID I got when I was I was fifteen. I got it in New York City, and it was a work ID, and it worked. <laughs> it worked. Yeah, it like wasn't a driver's license. It was a work mm -hmm. ID. The first driver's license I got was uh it was a fake new jersey driver's license and it was awesome it was legit it looked fantastic it had the stamp and everything and i lent it to one of my fraternity brothers at the time and he lost it after i spent like 150 dollars on it and he lost it so yeah i just wonder kids these days and i'm not saying kids need to go out and get fake ID. no definitely no, not no. saying that but I would imagine it's tough these days with the way oh, driver's sure, sure license looks so real. Like when I was in college, we made a ton of money making them fake yeah. IDs for kids because Colorado ID was the easiest one to replicate it in those days. Because it's so was simple. In the late '90s, and we made so much money we, making fake IDs. We had a guy, Andy Pizzicalis. <laughs> you know the weirdest. Yeah, people. Andy Andy puts Pizzicalis. Um, had a, a fake Rhode Island, I've told this story before, a fake Rhode Island board. So, like, you'd stand in front of this board, we'd take a picture, and he'd laminate it, and you'd change the letters or whatever. And we were so poor in college that we would make fake Rhode Island IDs that said today was our birthday just so we could go to Denny's to get a free birthday meal. Wow. So, <laughs> not, even, not even to get alcohol. You no. wouldn't even get a big... 
we just to get like a free moons over Miami. So nice. we four of us would show up with these fake Rhode Island ideas, all saying it's our birthday. <laughs> And the waitress is like, oh, all right, whatever, yeah. you know, just make sure you tip me. Yeah. <laughs> so we would we Losers. would make fake Rhode Islanders just to get a free meal at Denny's on your birthday. All right, uh, without further ado, comedian Mo Rocca. All right, joining us now on the program, uh, a very funny, very talented individual. I promoted him uh, yesterday on the show quite a bit. He is Mo Rocca. He joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Mo, how are you? I'm good, Mark. How are you? Excellent. You know, so yesterday we were, I was uh, promoting this interview on the show, and I mentioned that we had met in 2003, and, and I know there's no way you remember this, but you were in Atlanta emceeing uh, a radio awards program. Do you remember that? I sure do. Yes, exactly. For, uh, uh, wait, and, and, and I'm going to be embarrassed here for a moment. It, it, was, it was an MS-related? It was. It was, uh, it was the Atlanta Air Awards Achievement in Radio. Uh, March of Dimes, I think, was the charity. And you came down, you emceed it, you were hilarious. And after, you know, I was in, I was just a newbie in radio back then. And I approached you after just to tell you what a great job you did. And uh, you gave me your business card. And of all the thousands of business cards I've collected over my career, yours is the only one I've kept. And it said, Daily Show Correspondent Mo Rocca. And uh, you just, you just, uh, you made a great impression on me. And, and I want to thank you uh, 15 years later almost for, uh, for taking time out to talk to me back then. Boy, it's, uh, well, well. First of all, thank you. But gosh, it's all been downhill from there. I don't even have business cards anymore. <laughs> well, because you're doing too many things now. I guess you'd you'd have to have multiple exactly. cards. Right, I have to have one that just sort of folds out, like kind of an origami thing. There, yeah. Um, no, that. I, well, I, I love Atlanta. I mean, and and uh, and so it's, it was it was a, a pleasure to go down there. Very cool. Now, one of the many things you're involved in right now is something called My Grandmother's Ravioli. Tell us about that. Well, so like a lot of, of creative products, it came out of a very special place uh, called guilt. I got to my early 40s, and, uh, and I didn't know how to cook, and I thought this is pathetic. And I had an amazing grandmother who, until she was 87, worked full-time at a department store, but still on Sundays would make big family meals. And I thought, well, if she were around, I would learn from her. But if she were around, she'd be 110. So she's not around. <laughs> okay. and, uh, and so I decided I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to do the next best thing, which is go around the country and learn how to cook from everybody else's grandmother and grandfather. And that's what I've done over four seasons. And I have to tell you, I mean, it really it's hard not to sound schmaltzy or hokey about it. But it has been complete and sheer joy. I mean, we've, uh, you know, visited, you know, grandparents of every different background that you can imagine. And, uh, and this is our fourth season starting tonight. Um, and this season I went to Oklahoma to learn from a grandpa who, you know, cooks out of a chuck wagon um, on the Chisholm Trail. Uh, I learned how to cook, gosh, so many different times. I went hunting with uh, a grandmother and grandfather in Texas. We shot a raccoon and ate that. Um, I mean, I learned how to cook also from a nun. She's obviously not a grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it's possible, I guess, you know, entered the uh, nunhood late in life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Agnes of Ravioli. <laughs> no, the, the name of the show is indeed my grandmother's ravioli because my grandmother made amazing ravioli. So it's on the Cooking Channel. It's at eight p.m. tonight, and uh, on tonight's episode, I'm with a ninety-one-year-old woman, and she is a total badass <laughs> named Ruth. 
uh, and she has was born, bred, and still lives in the Lower East Side of Manhattan, which used to be a huge immigrant sure. neighborhood, and then became incredibly dangerous in the, in the 80s, and is now annoyingly hipster, but through it all, she's been a constant, and uh, she's a really great lady. She, she works at something called the Henry Street Settlement, which where she teaches the urban poor how to sew, how to knit, how to do you know, all sorts of survival skills, and, uh, and she's just hilarious. So the show is funny, but, you know... I, one of the reasons I did it was because not so much to learn how to cook, but to hang out with grandparents and he, to hear about their lives and their values. And, you know, grandparents are people who are at a place in their lives where they don't really care what other people think of them. They say what's on their <laughs> mind. And I think, I know I'd like to be there. So it makes me want to be 80. Season four of My Grandmother's Ravioli premieres tonight on the Cooking Channel. Mo Rocca joins us. Mo, three seasons in the can. Has there ever been a grandmother dish that was not delicious? Was there ever any fails as far as the uh, cooking is concerned? You know, this is going to sound like I'm being, you know, overly diplomatic or something, but choosing your favorite grandparent is like choosing your favorite grandchild, I guess. Mm -hmm. I mean, the only thing, I'll tell you this, I love meat, so I don't love all vegetable dishes. And I mean, I, I... and, you know, when I judged Iron Chef, I did about 10 of those. I had to do battle. I, I served during, you know, um, during battle chicken. I served during battle bacon, which was a, a really glorious battle to, to serve in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was in the battle green market, which is all the, the, the dishes had to come from this farmer's market. Uh, and, and those foods, to me, are the kind of the least appetizing. I got you. It's actually the heaviest in a weird way. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I favor, like, I, Doris, uh, the, my Portuguese grandmother, Doris, in season two, made this pork that, um, this pork loin that had been brined for three weeks. And it was, mouth, even just talking about it makes my mouth <laughs> water right now. Um, yeah, so... That was probably my favorite. All right, let me ask you a question. Mo Rocca joining us. Season four of My Grandmother's Ravioli uh, premieres tonight on the Cooking Channel. Get uh, more information, cookingchannel.tv.com slash ravioli. Now, when I was growing up, my grandmothers, um, and granted, they were Jewish grandmothers, but they they attempted Italian food. They would serve two types of ravioli, cheese-filled and meat-filled. And as an adult, it's rare where I find a meat-filled ravioli these days. And you know that's a great point, and and and, and you also find this this ridiculous like pumpkin ravioli, <laughs> I mean, like you know butternut squash ravioli. I mean, what is this? Uh, but and, and cheese ravioli to me, it's it can be really great. Mm-hmm. Um, but my grandmother made a meat filled ravioli. Her ravioli were actually. Pretty simple and straightforward. Um, everything was from scratch, but it was essentially ground beef, spinach, and garlic as the filling. And it's funny because I'm friends with Lydia Bastianich, who is a great chef and, and TV host. And, uh, and she insisted that my grandmother's ravioli must have had cheese in there as a binding agent, and it really didn't. And uh, on, on the first episode of the first season, I made Kreplach, mm, and, yeah. which you know well. Mm-hmm. And to me, the analogy is... Kreplock is to the Old Testament as ravioli is to the New Testament. <laughs> so. uh, I absolutely... Well, I can't wait for tonight. Uh, my grandmother's ravioli. Obviously, I watch you every Sunday on CBS Sunday Morning. You do a great job there, and you'll always have oh, a, a, a special place in my heart for giving me your business card back in 2003. That was, that was very nice of you, sir. 
very nice of you to remember. This is a real pleasure talking to you. Best of luck, Mo. We'll all tune in tonight. My Grandmother's Ravioli Cooking Channel tonight. Mo Rocket, thanks so much, buddy. We're going to come Thank back. You. Hey, sorry, Mo. We're going to come back and finish up the show. Mike and Loganville uh, will be on the show, and we'll do star of the show, and then we'll go to sleep, little baby. On Twitter, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. Facebook, Mark Arum, WSB. Instagram, Mark Arum. This is The Mark Arum Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Final segment of the show tomorrow. Little Sanjay with Would You Rather. Uh, Mike's in Loganville. Mike, real quick, my friend, what you got cooking? First off, go ahead and tell you the name of that bar that's compared to Cowboy that's in Gwinnett County. It's called Wild Bills. Wild Bills. Exactly right, my friend. Yeah, and then uh, my favorite spot to hang out was not only was it Wild Bills because with country music comes really beautiful women and crazy women. But uh, <laughs> you also got this little spot out here in Loganville called Atmosphere. Atmosphere used to be, for lack of better words, thebomb.com. Oh, all right. Atmosphere in Loganville. Next time I'm in uh, Loganville, I'll check it out. All right, time for the star of the show. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years, two in a row for yours truly, star oh, of the show. Love. Hey, I brought Longoria Willie's burrito. I ate a burrito bowl right before I went on the air and did not have to uh, bail early. I interviewed Mo Rocca this morning in the middle of Atlanta's morning news with Scott Slade. 7 a.m. I'm, I'm star of the show. I need star of the show for the naked guy on the turtle that you stole from me while I was on vacation. Yeah, I got to tweet that out. That's a good picture. That was Drunk Trip West. I'll treat out, tweet out your air award tomorrow. Oh, okay, cool. All right, we'll have a big show tomorrow. Uh, in the meantime, continue the conversation on Twitter at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB, Instagram Mark Aram. Yeah, that's right. Two in a row. I'm star of the show. Now go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.